And now let me welcome on to the Top Dogs podcast, one of the most improved players in all of college basketball and, for my money, the best big man in the Big East, none other than Adama Sanogo. Adama, what's going on, man? So uh, yes. first first and foremost, I got to ask you, man, how do you stay in shape when you have an abdominal strain? Like, that can't be easy. You know, I did the ab roller once a couple of weeks ago. I'm not in shape like you, but I did the ab roll and that thing knocked me out for like a week and a half. It, it, it is not. It is not because like I was out, I was out for three weeks, and uh, the first two weeks I couldn't do nothing. So I, like I was just uh, basically like sitting. I couldn't like I was not able to run. Like the only thing I could do maybe push up, and that's it. So it was not easy. But the last week, uh, the last uh, the third week of my post, uh, I was able to start. I was able to run, start running, and uh, and that got me ready for my cat game a little bit. You know, so. It was not. It was not easy to be in shape for like, cause it, it, it basically you cannot do nothing. You, can, you cannot run. You cannot do. But basically, can do nothing physically now. Now, now. That that might be. Uh, I know you guys are shut down now, but that might be a blessing in for disguise for you here. You can get yourself back into shape, right? You back up to speed. What they got you doing all conditioning drills now? Yes. Uh, even today we did some conditioning after practice today. I did some. We did some conditioning. Yeah, and that would that that conditioning was basically like that was for me, so I can be in shape for uh, next week because you know we are on post right now, and this post like it's not good, but this should ten day post will help me to be back in uh you know be back in shape. I'm uh, I feel good right now. I think I should get my uh, I should be on shape before before our next game. Yeah, before yes. our next game, January eighth. That'll be at Seton Hall. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll have you back. For then, yeah, uh, for I mean, UConn basketball back in my life, man. I'll tell you what, this has been a frustrating couple of years for people that are watching and people that are fans and people that cover the sport. But what has it been yeah. like for you guys? I mean, you're living it. These start and stops, like this is you having to spend time in your apartment and not do anything. Like this is your life. Basketball is your life. So how how difficult has this been for you kind of dealing with, you know, what you guys have three pauses last year? Yeah, we did have three. Uh, yes, three. It was three, yeah. It was not easy, especially like because we have some players that's good that playing good right now, so they were getting like the confidence back, and now we're on pause, so it's tough, you know. So that's not uh, that would be really tough for those players because we have some players that were like that play like good on last three games, so they were getting the confidence back, and now we're on pause, so like it's tough, like it's tough for them. So, but for me, basically, like. I'm used to it, you know, like, because, like, this is stuff that nobody can control. So it, it happened, it happened, like, you just have to, like, live with it. So, but I'm used to it now. I just want, I just can't wait for the next game and bounce back and uh, be, be, be one of the best team in the country again and get our rank back, you know. I want, I want our team to be ranked again and uh, just can't wait for the next game. And, you know, yeah, I'm used to it now. You know, because there's some that's this is the stuff like in life you cannot control it. You know, it happens, you just have to live, you just have to live with it. You know, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you, you've had to, to learn how to be resilient on your path to UConn, right? I don't know how many people know about your, yeah. your story and how you got there, but you, how old were you when you came to the States? You were 15, 15, freshman, 15, yep, yeah. freshman 15. in high school. Can you talk to me a little bit about how? how you got here and, and kind of what that experience was like for you trans, uh, acclimating to a new country where you don't have your family, you don't have everything that you were used to. Uh, it was not easy, you know, especially coming from a country that speak French, that don't speak English, you know, uh, they told me, uh, 
or they told me uh, it should come to like, uh, they told me it should come to United States. My uncle he said, you should come to United States uh, to play basketball. I was like, uh, if you come to United States to, to study, basically, and you, you have a chance to play basketball too, I said, ah, right, cool. And I came here, face, they put him in a class, they put him in the class with like, kid like right away you know what i'm saying so i'm like i'm in a class i don't speak english i only speak french like i don't it was tough for me for the first three months but after the first three months i figured it out like uh it's like i figured it out but it was not easy you know being in class with like being in class with people that you don't speak their language you know like it was not easy you know it was not how did you not, how uh, did you pick it up i mean you speak you speak well now how, how did you how did you pick it up? Was it just being in the class, being immersed in in that English speaking environment? Nah, I had to take some extra class. You know, some after class, I had to take like uh, I had to stay for two hours for like to have like uh, I used to have like uh, there's a class called uh, ESL. I used to have those uh, after class, so those class helped me a lot. So during those class, I, I work on my English and stuff. So those class really helped me a lot. You know. That's why, like, it was quick for me to English to speak English, like not to speak like very good, but like to understand what people say in in five in five months. Because those class, I was able to understand what people say and uh, be able to answer people like uh, in five months. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll stop. We'll stop. Yeah. You said in five. It took you about five months to be able to to kind of have a conversation in English. Yeah, four to five. Yeah, four to five months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Nah. Wait. It's not good. Yeah, well, I, it was I, nice. I read somewhere that when uh, when when you decided to come here and decided to play basketball, it was kind of was it almost on a whim? Like you were a soccer player growing up, right? I was. I was. Let, me get it, let me let me say it right. A football player. Well, well, football player. Yeah, yeah. So yes. So basically, I was a football player. Like where I'm from, like in my neighborhood, everybody knows me as football player. So like, but I was I was tall a little bit. So like, every time I go play football, like soccer. Keep, everybody keep telling me like you're so tough to play soccer like go play basketball go play so it was getting annoying so like everybody keeps saying like stop playing stop playing stop playing uh soccer go play basketball you're so tough like you're too tough for playing soccer so i was like people were like oh, people were being annoying so i was like all right cool you know what let me just try you know so i and i went one day i tried and the first time i, I went to like a club in mali so i said uh, I, I i asked that coach, I said, coach, I want, I want to come to your club and 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 and, be, and play basketball. He was like, all right, cool. He said, come tomorrow. So since that, I started playing basketball. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I didn't start playing basketball until like 2015. <laughs> so who was your who's your favorite soccer team then? Favorite soccer? I, I'm I'm a big I'm a big soccer soccer guy. I don't know if you can see it right here. I'm a Tottenham Hotspur guy, so. That's Lucas Moore right there. Remember the Champions League, Champions League. Champions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm a big, I'm a big Tottenham Hotspur guy. So who's your favorite club? Yeah, uh, my favorite team, my favorite team in Chelsea. Uh, I love Chelsea. I love Chelsea. <laughs> we, you, uh, you guys that, don't like us. Over, we got to go. We're cutting it off right now. <laughs> you guys, you guys don't like us now. Yeah, unbelievable. I feel hurt now, <laughs> man. Personally. <laughs> Nah, that's my favorite. Chelsea is my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. That's my Why favorite. is it? Yeah. Was it? What? What led you to that? Was it Didier Drogba? Didier Drogba, like uh, Chelsea, is my. Uh, that's my like our family favorite team. So since I was a kid, that like that's a that's a team my all, all my family support uh, So, so it was like a family. It was our family team, and I was like, ah, 
become my team too. It will become my favorite team too. So yeah, yeah. How often do you get back to to go see your family in Mali? Actually, I was there last year after we are back in May. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there last year. Back in May, yeah, I was there last year. And you got a big family, right? I do. I have a first, I have a four big sister and one little brother. Wow, I do. Um, <laughs> That's have they have they ever seen you play basketball? Do they get a chance to see the games? Ah. Uh, now you can game now. Nah. They have to like watch on YouTube or how to send them a link to watch it you now. But they didn't they, they, they can be they're not able to like watch on live now. No. No. Are they gonna be able to come here at any point to, to come see you playing a game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're thinking about it right. We may yeah. At some point, yeah. Yes, yes, at some point, yes. They may uh, may I uh, one of my sister or uh, maybe my parents. We want them to figure out. Maybe we made them. We maybe bring one of them here to come watch, watch me play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to make yeah. sure they got to experience Gamble, man. When it's packed, they got to see what it's all about. Yes, they got to see all this. They got to see all this about. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. How, how much do you know about college basketball back in Mali? Actually, I didn't know nothing. The only thing I knew was like I knew uh, Kasum. Because Kasum was like Kasum, you know Kasum. We, we, we play in uh, Kasum. Like we play at Yunkan. Yep. Yeah. So Kasum, like he was like uh, a big brother. He was like a big brother to us because like we, we like we saw them play when we were we was kids in Mali. So we like uh, I used to watch him play like in college, but I didn't know like nothing about college basketball when I was in Mali. Now, yeah, I, I didn't know nothing about college basketball when I was in Mali. Now. Nah, yeah. So yeah. how how long did it take you? To, I think the most impressive thing about you yeah. is how how skilled you are. Despite that, you said you started playing in 2015, right? I mean, you got 15, you, know, yeah. you got good hands. You got some post moves. It's fun to watch you I play. How, how long did it take you to kind of pick pick all that up? Like, because when I went to start playing basketball, there was a coach. In that club, that take me. That's okay. Like, like if you take this like this series, you can be good, you know. Because I was not taking a series. I like I never thought like I, I may come to like I never thought like I I will take I will I will be this far in basketball. I never thought that. So I, that this, this that guy said to me that said yo if you come here every day, every morning, and uh, he, he, like let's say you walk out if you come here every morning. He come here at lunch and he sh- like he come here after like at night. I promise you, you gonna be that like you gonna be they're, they're gonna take you in the national team. You know what I'm saying? So when he told me that, I thought it was crazy. I was like, there's no way I will be selecting the national team. I was like, nah, in the Mali national team, you no. Know? So I was like, nah, there's no way they're gonna select me in the Mali national team. But I I, I did what he said. He said, come in the morning, walk out. After I go back, go eat lunch and come back and work out again. And after go back and come back and work out again. I start doing that every day, every day, every day. I promise you, it take me like four or five months before I got selected in the national team. Wow. And I got, yeah, when I got selected in the national team, we, we went, we, uh, we, we did the Afro Cup in, uh, I forgot the name of the country. So we went to Afro Cup. And that was, uh, yeah. We went to Africa 
and uh, and we win the Afro Cup in 2017. Yeah, yeah. So it take me like six, seven months before they select me in the national team. So is that when yeah. you started realizing, okay, I can be, I'm, I'm, I might be pretty good at this sport. Yes. So after the Afro Cup, like uh, I was like, oh, I, I'm actually good. I can like if I keep doing what I'm doing, I can be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you can see it coming along with your game. Right? Yeah. I, I think. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but I see. How do you? Yeah. Just, it looks like you're picking up um, reads and coverages, especially in ball screens, better this year. Right. right? Starting to figure that out, and and you know, honestly, I think the next step for you is uh, being able to make some of those same reads as a passer. Right? I think that makes Draymond and Bam out of right, right, Jokic right. so good as big guys. Is there such a threat as passers? And you can see right. every, I swear, every single person I talk to about you is like, that dude is the hardest worker I know. Yeah. yeah. So where, where does yeah. that, where does that work ethic come from? Like, only thing I know, I know like, if you work hard, there's no way you will not pay off. If you like, the only thing like, in my mind, I'm like, all right, if I've been in the gym every day, every day, there's no way I would play bad. Like, that's my, that's my mindset, you know what I'm saying? So that's why, like, I've been in the gym, like, most of the time, every day, that's why I work out a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, all right, there's no way, if I'm in the gym, like, two hours a day, two hours a day, and work and do the team practice after that, like, there's no way I'm playing bad. There, there's no way I'm going to play, uh, play, 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 but that's the mindset I have. So that's why sometimes I've been in the gym a lot, you know? So that, that's, that never started in... America, that's how, like, back back in Mali, I used to be in gym, like, by myself and stuff, because uh, when I figured out, uh, like, this, like, I can be good at this, I was like, all right, let me take this serious, and that's why I was, like, I was able to, like, be in the gym every day, every day, all right, let me do this, let me do this, because I know it will pay, I know it will pay off one day, so that was my mindset, like, to be like a basketball player, so that was my mindset. Right, let me go to the gym every day, every day. That's it. And uh, well, uh, and you said you say uh, you said like like last year, it was tough for me because I was now nah, I was a freshman and I want to play so bad. I was doing a lot of mistake on the defense and stuff. You know, but this year I'm able to like all right, let me calm down and like read what should I do on this screen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. There's some stuff I need to work on. Like, like you said, the passing. Sometimes, like, I need to work on my passing. Like, sometimes, like, there's triple, double team on me. Like, I cannot score that. So I need to, like, be able to, like, find somebody open and pass those balls. I need to work on stuff like that. Yeah. So, listen, I think that's the, right now, the only, I need to work on my defense a little bit. But right now, I think I need to work on my, be able to pass the ball on a double team. I think I need to work on that a little bit. Yeah. 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 So the, the way that I see it, and tell me if you think that this is this is wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. got quick feet. You could tell you were a soccer player. You're a big dude and you like you you can move your feet a little bit. So you don't see your, right. your size that can move. Yeah. Your um, so it's just it's a matter of I, I wanted mm-hmm. to say like reps and getting minutes and playing. Like you can watch how you're supposed to cover a ball screen on film a hundred times. Yeah. But until you yeah. actually do it a hundred times in a game with live yeah. game pressure, like you're not. So it's just to me, it's just keep playing, right? You just you got you got to get keep those minutes and those reps in. Like I don't know if you remember last year. Last year, my ball screen, like uh, my ball screen was not good. When they said ball screen, like it was like it was not good. Like uh, 
I was like, I was, I was late edging the ball screen and uh, sometimes I forgot my man, you know, stuff like that. But this year, we work on, like, all this time we work on the defense thing. Like, Coach Ali was like, like that the only thing you need to work on right now is defense, defense, defense. That's what, like, that was the only thing Coach Ali was telling me, like, you're going to do great, but you need to work on your defense, defense, defense. So I was like, all right, if the coach keeps telling me, work on your defense, maybe that's the thing I need. So I, I, I start to watch the film. I'm like, okay, should I be over there if it this happen? So, you know what I'm saying? So start now, I start to read the game a little bit now. Even sometimes I'm late, I can do something so I can affect the ball. Like, I can affect the other, the, uh, but other, other guy to score, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you you could see it coming though, and I, I mean that I mean that it's a compliment. Like you're you're getting there, you're you're really improving, and it's uh, it's fun. Right. I think I think that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about supporting this UConn program, especially under Coach Hurley, is that you yeah. see guys get better and they grow. It's not just you come in for eight months and then you're gone, right? Like yeah. you, see, you see Book go from being a guy that was coming off the bench to being a lottery pick. You see RJ develop from being a guy that was a red shirt to being a RJ Cole Bloody. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. You, you yeah. See, it's fun to watch. It is, you know. One thing, like they won't give you a chance. You know, they won't give you a chance. You just have to like. Uh, I, I want to know yeah. your first reaction when when you met Coach Hurley because he's like he's 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 a unique <laughs> character. So I want, I want to know your first reaction when you when you find like you meet him, you talk to him, and then you finally see him in practice. Like, okay, this dude, yeah, he's, he's a little different. Nah. Before, because you remember, I, I never, I never visit Yunkan because like, because COVID, all we do were like Zoom and stuff, you know. Me and Coach Ali, so like, uh, so we also used to do like Zoom every. We used to like, used to, we used to do like Zoom every day. We talk. When when we do that, he like, he was a calm. He was calm. He was calm. Like he didn't have like, I, why look at him talking? He was like calm. Like he was calm. After like, oh, this is a, this coach is calm. He don't even talk that much and stuff. But the first practice, it was like I saw him screaming everywhere. I was like, "Oh wow, is this the coach that talked to me on the Zoom?" I was like asking myself, "I was like, nah, that's not like this is not the coach that talked to me on the Zoom." I said that, like, you see, because like I said, "Oh nah, that's not coach. That's not the coach that I talked to." You know, yeah, you know, like uh, he push us, he push us. You know, I think that's why we're a good team right now. You know, because you know sometimes like some of our practice like is even harder than game. Like there's some sometimes we practice like those game, those practice even harder than the game game. So I think that's why we like uh, we have a good team right now. Yeah, because like it can be soft. If it's soft, you can you can you can play. You know, you can uh, yeah. Coach Ali, you don't like soft people. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> nah. I, nah. I, you gotta you gotta tell me, man. I, I've asked Tyrese this. I asked RJ this. I'm every yeah. everybody that comes on. I'm asking this. I need yeah. the craziest. Coach Early story. What's the craziest thing you've seen him do in practice? You got to give me something good. I was told. <laughs> told me that you're the funniest guy on the team. So you gotta, you gotta give me something good in here. Uh, I have a lot, but <laughs> uh, maybe one time it was like this was last year. One time it was uh, he got mad at somebody and he threw his shoes out. And he throw like you take your shoes out and you throw away or like you take your shoes out and you throw like away. I think and he, like you throw his shoes away and he was like practicing with your shoes off. 
I was like, I was like, and this was like my freshman year in the summer. I'm like, coach, why, why you throw your, like, why you take your shoes up and throw away? Like, I'm like, no, I was like surprised. I'm like, why you throw that shoes away? Like, you know, it was, cause I think it was mad at somebody and he take his shoes out and he throw all the way, like he throw away. I'm like, come on coach, can't throw your shoes away. You know, I was like, wow, you know, yeah. That was, that was, that, that, that day was funny. That day was funny, yeah. Um, what is the, what's the one meal that you miss the most from, uh, from back home? Everybody loves to go home cooked meal. What's the one meal you miss the most, uh, that you can't get here in the States? Uh, there's a meal called, uh, Nanji. Isn't like, that's a name in French. So it's like a, is it like a sauce, which is like tomato sauce and, uh, beef. And you mix it and you eat it with rice. I miss that meal a lot. I miss that right now. Sometimes even. I even dream about that meal sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I even dream about it sometimes. Yeah. I miss that meal a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's, I do. Never, it's, then, never, it's never good when you're dreaming about the food that you miss, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's never good when you're dreaming about the food. That you nah, miss. it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. All right. So uh, you said you grew up yeah. in a house with a whole bunch of older sisters, right? Yeah. I'm sure that that had some positives and that had some negatives. So I want to know what you miss the most about having your older sisters around? Like, uh, one positive thing about, like, living with my first sister was, like, uh, everything was done for me. They had to cook. They were, like, they were cooking for me. <laughs> they, like, they were, like, watching my clothes. Like, they were doing everything for me. So, like, I didn't have to do nothing. Like, so, you know, so, like, uh, yeah, so, like, everything was done for me. So, they had to cook for me. They had to, like, do everything for me, you know. So, that's one positive thing. We have, like, four sisters. One negative thing is like every time, like now nah, I'm in I'm in the US right now. Every time I go back in Mali, now nah, I gotta bring everybody something like a phone or something. Now nah, that's like then my sister was that's the negative, but like I can bring some people like some phone, but now every now all four of them. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's like that's like uh that's not fun. That's not a fun part to have like four sisters. Nah, that's not a fun part. So you gotta bring everybody a gift every time you come home, huh? Every time I go home, I'll be somebody something. Every time. Yeah. Every time. You know. All right. Yeah. Last one yeah. I got for you. This one's going to be tough. Okay. I need, your, uh, I need your all-time UConn starting five. And while you think – I'll give you a second to think about it. Um, I said, okay. I said this the other day when uh, when Tyrese was on. Um, okay. I'm going to take, uh, take Shabazz as my point guard. Right? I'm going to take okay. Ray Allen at the two. Um, I'm going to take Rip at the three. I'm going to put – Charlie Villanueva at the four, and the big okay. Mecca Okafor at the five. That's, that's the five. five. And you put together a UConn five that can beat that. Damn, that's a good five, though. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. But mine would be Kemba at one, and Rip at two. Rip Hamilton at two. At three, I would put Ray Allen at three. And I would put uh, Rudy Gay. Rudy, Rudy Gay at yeah, four. Yeah, you really get a four, and I will put uh, Oka for a five. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not bad, right? Yeah, that's good. That's good. There's a lot of good players at UConn. You got to put your guy Oka for the five, right? Yeah, I definitely have to put him there for sure. Uh, like that one, I want to get his spot, but I need a couple. <laughs> I, I want to get. I want to. I want to. I want to be a five, but I need to. I'm nice. I'm, I didn't get. I didn't do what you do yet, but I'm about to. I'm about to be there soon. Yeah, we got to get these games played soon. again, man. As soon as we get these games playing again, then you'll be back on that. Back on that road, yes. beating the Mecca. Well, listen, Adama, I yeah. appreciate the time. Get those abs, uh, get those abs healthy. Get back in shape, 
And let's get ready to go January 8th, man. Let's get a win at Seton Hall. I appreciate the time, my man. Thank you. No problem, brother.